the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. They used to be disc jockeys. Then discs disappeared. Now they're talk jockeys, spinning yarns and talking in circles. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it, love it, love it. It is the Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackliff. Happy Tuesday. Sean Hart and Cameron McAllen. Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. There's only Sean Hart here. Yes. And I'm, t- the, I'm uh, texting him right now. Where, where'd he go? Where's he at? Did he get caught? He got in lost in, in the big uh, in in Atlanta the big circle here. traffic. Yeah. If you've never been here on the seventh floor, it does it makes a loop yep. right yeah and if, I, I come down and run laps you, you get my you? exercise in yeah. i just hopped into the elevator and pushed floor number three like i knew where i was going <laughs> floor <laughs> and number and three we're not even on the third floor <laughs> and the guy the guy gets in he has a uh, little fish he pushes seven i was like um i'm going to fake talk live where's that he's like seven it's like yeah that's what i thought yeah that's, that's three that's is the go. proctologist <laughs> is uh, yeah you don't want to go there uh, yeah he said he said usually he said usually <laughs> people are going to the dentist on like the five Four, and six but usually yeah. they don't go in pairs i was like well yeah. Sometimes I need someone's hand to hold when I'm yes. getting the fill-ins. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're waiting for Cameron. We'll get him on the show. He is the son of Stuart, Stuart McAllister, who we had on the show with you back in back in there. He's running down yeah. the, hey, Cameron. wait, Cameron. Right. As we, and this is live radio, so it's all good, right? Yeah. Uh, just uh, we have all kinds of crazy things going on. There he is. There he is. And and he'll notice. I don't know that he knew who I was when I almost knocked him down going around the corner there. <laughs> but um, anyway, you know, uh, if it would have been his dad, mm-hmm. his dad would have just laid me out with one punch. Yeah, he would have. But the gracious Cameron just said, I had some Excuse washed me. up radio <laughs> talk show host. He's got an old yeah. beard. Yeah. Anyway, so how are you? Doing well. Yeah. Good to be back with you guys. It's been a good, crazy couple months of um, you know, traveling around, but. Fantastic. Just so happy to be back in town for, you know, a couple months at least. Yeah. And thanks for making it past the third floor and, and yeah. making it uh, on, on yeah, time. Finding the right I told, floor. I told him about me confidently just hitting floor number three like I knew where I was going. Go, I guess we're going to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Dentists are on four and six. Yeah. And lawyers are on somewhere. So we've, we, I mean, we've been here for years. So we know if they hit four or six and we say, hey, you're going to the dentist. And they say, yeah. How'd People you know? never come back from those floors. <laughs> you know. Or this show. But yeah. I don't understand well, why. You know. Except for Sean. So it's good to have you. I know you've been busy with the podcast. Podcast. We want to catch up with you on yeah. that. We want to talk to uh, Cameron about the book with his dad. And uh, just we want to talk a little bit about the coronavirus because the governor last night made a statement. And we played that in the first segment about two mm. uh, cases they found in Fulton County. Uh, they did not visit China. They visited Italy mm-hmm. and they're in the same household. So we covered that. But we want to talk wow. about fear because yeah. now the masks are disappearing uh, I'm washing my hands at least 25 times a day instead of the regular mm. one and a half. And so, but we do want to talk about being practical, which we just did, but also fear. How do we deal with that? Uh, but oh, this is what we want to talk about. We've been, we love Ravi to pieces. We know you guys yeah. do as well. And we've been keeping up with his back surgery. And I noticed a tweet this morning from his wife. Uh, the last surgery he had was 18. Was it for basically the same thing 18 years ago? 18 years ago. I, do you know much of the history of the last one? 
Yeah, so 18 years ago, it was a similar procedure, yeah. except the screws were inserted into his spine. Okay. And so those were re- those we been removed. Okay. Sorry about that. And now in this one, it, it's it's been it's been reconnected along the pelvis, hmm. okay. which offers a lot of stability. So it's a similar procedure on a different region. Okay. So 18 years later, he's, no offense, 18 years older. It's still kind of a, an operation that would be maybe not iffy, but painful. So no, how's he doing? Can you catch us up? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, from what we've heard, and I've really just gotten similar updates to you. I was reading Margie's update mm-hmm. as well that was emailed out. Um, he's doing well, recovering, just a little bit slower than you know what they had hoped. And I think one of the big things for him right now is just managing the pain and sleeping, mm-hmm. which I just can't imagine um, mm-hmm. having to. I mean, I, I get like a hurt toe, and like <laughs> my, my sleep is kind of messed up. I mean, having back, major back surgery and then yeah. trying to sleep, I mean, yeah. Mm. Yeah, really. We've been we've been praying like crazy at the office more, yeah. and really appreciate every. We've got we've heard from so many people who are concerned about him. I'll bet. And praying for him. So this is a tough life to ha- be. That as much as he travels and goes around, all, having all that continual walking, carrying things, mm. pr- the pressure of mm-hmm. on and off a plane, mm-hmm. and then going standing for hours, mm-hmm. speaking. I mean, not 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 an easy life. He's. Um, chosen in this calling, right? No. That would wreck anybody's body. I don't care how old or young you are. I mean, doing all that, I mean, it just wear, basically wear and tear. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm amazed. I mean, I'm amazed just how healthy Ravi always tends to be, right? <laughs> Ravi is incredible, especially when, he, when he's on the road. You'll notice that he uniquely on the team, actually, I would say, and given his age, this is especially amazing. He's never sick. Wow. He's very careful. Yeah. He eats very responsibly. He exercises. He's just really careful. But yes, if you travel this relentlessly for this long, especially Mm -hmm. he often will talk about the early years where travel was often quite rough when he was doing these massive trips Mm -hmm. and and very sometimes unreliable forms of transportation. He believes that that's really where a lot of the damage Hmm. began. So the recovery process is pretty involved at this point. And I think the big prayer now would just be for him to be able to get some rest, especially at night. And it's He's so used to being on the move. Yeah. So it's not easy for him to walk away for just a little bit from all those responsibilities. But the team have really been stepping up and filling in for Ravi around the world. And so it's been it's been a good collaborative effort at the RZIM offices. But yeah, he would certainly value your continued prayers as he as he recovers. Probably hard for him to rest too, uh, which is what he needs to do right now is rest, but he's so used to going, going, going all the time. It's probably hard for him to just sit still and, and rest and, and take care of himself. I'd be chewing my nails if I were him. He's yeah. not me, but I'd be going, okay. I got to do something. I gotta get, uh, I'm, with, I'm with you. I mean, I, I'm home for like 12 hours on the weekend. I'm ready to go somewhere. Yeah. Like if he's, he's all over the place all the time, I yeah. can't imagine. Just Your wife just texted us earlier. She's ready for you to go somewhere. Too. <laughs> send, send Sean somewhere. <laughs> Could you send him somewhere? He's driving me crazy. Yeah. Wow. You know, you know her well. Huh? <laughs> I just know wives that well. Yeah, the day that if I ever get to re- retire... That day, I don't know what my wife's going to do because I'll be at home, obviously. I'll have to find something to do because yeah. there may be a murder in <laughs> Walton County. <laughs> That's like we said, our former uh, big boss who just retired uh, the 
a few months ago, yeah. uh, has got to be driving his wife crazy because oh, yes. he would drive us crazy yeah, around yeah. here. Yeah. And you can now, say that now. Huh? Yeah, yeah, we can say it now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. he's staying home now. She, he's got to be driving her crazy. Yeah, yeah, we do love him, and uh, we do love our wives, mm-hmm. but uh, I definitely would drive mine crazy. Yeah. So, all right, let's catch up a bit, and then we want to formally introduce uh, Cameron. We have a clip. Uh, your dad was on the show in December. We have a clip. He talked about you a little bit, which we'll play probably after the heartbreak. It was all good, I think. He just right? described oh, I you. So. Uh, yeah. It was. Uh, right from the heart, he described you. So uh, we'll uh, we'll play that back in just a few. Let's talk about the. I know you're traveling because you had mentioned uh, off mic that you've been traveling everywhere, yep. maybe on mic. I, uh, but uh, the podcast uh, cover to cover, how that's how's that going for you? Yeah, so cover to cover is a podcast that I co-host with Ivy Tyson, and that has been going well. I've realized that with all the different things I'm managing, I have to treat that as a speaking invitation mm-hmm. now. So I've blocked off the calendar, which is one of the reasons why I'm home for most of this month and um, a lot of next month because we go in season. So we launch, we basically go through books one chapter at a time. And we, one of the, one of the driving factors for us doing this was we realized how often we read a book, put it back on the shelf mm-hmm. and then forget what was in it. Mm-hmm. The times we remember ideas from books is when we've discussed them with other people mm. or we've heard people talk about the ideas at depth. So it's kind of selfish. We started this podcast so we can one, read some good books and talk about them. But also we, as the idea is if we go through chapter by chapter with people who are reading and listening with us, it also gives them an extra processing point. And now we've even heard from people who are leading book study groups. And the, so they'll read the chapter. Everybody listens to cover to cover episode, and then they have their study group. So they're trying to even solidify the, the information more. So the first season we did uh, Saving Truth by Abdu Murray, mm. which is a fantastic book talking about the post-truth world that we live in. And then uh, we did, geez, um, sorry, Seven Myths About Singleness by Sam Albury. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really good book for married couples and single people. And I love Sam. Had him on uh, the last time we were out yeah. at Refresh Conference. Yeah, yeah. isn't, he, yeah. isn't yeah. he great? Great guy. Um, just wrote, he just wrote a new book that came out. What is that? Uh, what's it called It's again? called Why Does God Care Who I Sleep With? Yeah, Why Does mm-hmm. God who care, mm-hmm. care Who I Sleep With? That sh- that, I'm sure it's going to be a good one. I've heard him talk around that topic. And then right now we're currently recording Season three, Jesus Among Secular Gods mm. by Vince and Robbie. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, fantastic book. So we're having a good time, and that should be out somewhere in the April, May area. So if someone wants to be part of that, they download. Or the, <clears throat> yeah. The, uh, what do they download and how Just do they Just go to, to whatever they, wherever they listen to any podcast, they can go and type in cover to cover RZIM. RZIM podcast. You'll see a list of uh, podcasts. Cameron's on two of them. He has two of the podcasts that we run, so they'll find cover to cover there. Now, it, it, let's say that someone picks you up in the middle of a book. Would you recommend they go back and catch the first ones and then catch up with you? Or I, I would, would you? just because we're, we're reading through it the, at the way the author has writ, uh, written the book. Yeah. And we, uh, we start every season with the interview with the author. Yeah. So you get, we kind of allow them to do a second edition right there. Like, what would you change mm. in light of, you know, depending on the book and how old it is? Oh, I love that. Uh, what would you change about yeah, yeah. it? What informed your ideas yeah. when you wrote this? So we're looking at going through a book that Oz Guinness wrote in the 80s. Wow. It's still, I mean... It, Which one is it? Um, Last Christian on Earth is what it's called. It's one of the first books he tells people to read. I, I think I read that book. Yeah, it's in, It's written in a... It's a very different form of form of writing. Uh-huh. Um, like Kind of like screw tape letters with uh-huh. C.S. Lewis. Yes. It. It's yeah. the, but the whole idea is how do, we, how do we undermine the church? 
in America? What are the, what are the tactics that we need to use? And it's a special agent writing to another on like, this is what you want to do. So we're seeing a lot of that currently happening, mm, wow. what he wrote back there. So it's going to be really interesting to get him on the microphone and be like, okay, what was going on there? What have you seen actually come to fruition? Because wow. yeah. he's got a prophetic, there's a prophetic nature to Oz. Yeah. And he sees things coming because he studied sociology at the level he has. Uh-huh. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how much is come true and wh- where would he change things. So it's always fun to talk to the author and give them that opportunity to that is uh, so speak cool. about it. Yeah, That is cool. So pick it up and uh, start from uh, the beginning. It's uh, cover to cover, uh, Sean Hart. And uh, he, as you mentioned, he has uh, Cameron on a couple of times there. So check that out. All right, let's do this. We've got to take a hard break. We're going to get back in. We'll formally be introduced to Cameron McAllister. We'll talk a little bit about the coronavirus and uh, all the other stuff you guys are doing because you guys are busy like crazy. Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackwood. We will be right back. Stay there. Whether Rick is your pick or Dan is your man, you wound up with both of them. Aren't you lucky? Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy rainy Tuesday. Love having these guys from RZIM. Of course, Sean is a veteran here. Remember, like the second show, did he do an entire segment on rapping? He yeah, rapped, he rapped uh, for us. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. a rap star. You're we, stuck with me. We're yeah, still we getting, love it. We're still we getting it. cards and letters from folks that Same, say, Stop! <laughs> Don't ever do that again. No, they want you on every day. <laughs> They want the Sean rap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you should do a podcast specifically rapping. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, no. Next. <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> Thanks for bringing uh, Cameron yep. uh, McAllister. We're going to talk to him in, in just a second. Uh, but first, hey, ladies, sign up for uh, Women in Ministry coming up May the 21st. Pam Jenkins is going to be the speaker. Jody Messina going to be doing worship. You can sign up at Faith Talk Atlanta. Dot com. All right. How'd you run into this guy before we uh, play that clip from his dad? Is oh, it? well, how did I first run into you? I guess just at the office. Okay. Just, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I joined in RZM. I moved down to Atlanta. We we actually met in, we met just some team meetings. I came on with RZM in Washington, D.C. Yeah. So I was a little bit disconnected from the Atlanta crew. And then it was at one of our team meetings. I was the random face in the room, probably. <laughs> and um, we, we got chatting. So wow. and ever since then... You know, we've been friends ever since. Really? Ever since. Well, we were neighbors in the old building, office neighbors. Oh, yeah, that's right. So Sean gets hired, moves in, and he's right next to me. And so we started chatting quite a bit then. And now we're in a new building, and lo and behold, we're neighbors. We're neighbors, neighbors again. again. Really? Won't you yeah. be my neighbor, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hear him rapping next door when you're when you're sitting in the office? All the time. When Sean's getting in the zone. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, hey, Cameron, what do you think about this thought? He's like, Horrible. Yeah. Just terrible. Rethink it. Go back to your office and think so. <laughs> At more. least he's honest, right? <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, your dad was on in uh, December, and what a great story. Mm. Um, uh, we were just really touched and inspired. Uh, he talked a little bit about you. Uh, he, did, he described you. It was you. good. It was all good. Well, okay. let's see. He described you a little bit. Here's what he said. Look at the size of that boy's head. I'm not kidding, it's like an orange on a toothpick. That's a huge noggin. It's a virtual planetoid. Has its own weather system. Uh, I don't remember him saying that, but that sounded just like him. So yeah. How that's... does that make you feel? Well, it sounds suspiciously like I've got some other So I Married an Axe Murderer fans in the house. Very good, very good. Yeah, that was my experience growing up, more or less. With that. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Oh, I just could not resist. I love it. 
That's awesome. I know. Were you disappointed by the way he sounds? Uh, no, not okay. really. There's no Scottish accent? No Scottish accent. Yeah. I nope. often have to apologize to people, especially if they know who my dad is. If yeah. I'm speaking at any event, I'll always say, look, I know Stuart is my dad, and I know I have this bland <laughs> accent. but bland. If, <laughs> Very bland. But if you'd like, I could talk in a Scottish accent. <laughs> yes, that help you? <laughs> That's like Sputnik. <laughs> <laughs> and people always want me to... They say, why don't you just keep on talking like that perpetually? <laughs> You're much more interesting that way. Exactly. Way more it. credibility. <laughs> Cameron McAllister going to do your voicemail. Call 404-995-7300. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get serious uh, now, I guess, and talk about the, the coronavirus, which, uh, as we were talking during the break, uh, we found out that you just did a podcast about the coronavirus, uh, specifically talking about that. So, so tell us w- what you brought up in the podcast, and and why is there so much fear and 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 whatever? Uh. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a pretty unavoidable topic. I mean, first of all, we have to pay attention to the fact that n- in recent years, news has shifted from being just information to also being a form of entertainment. Let's Very be honest, sensational. Yeah. it's sensational. It's dramatic. There are a lot of unknowns here as well. My colleague who, who does the podcast with me, Nathan Rittenhouse, points this out. With When it comes to the coronavirus, if you actually look at some comparative, if you compare numbers, and a lot of analysts are doing this right now. So the, the common flu in the United States has, I think, killed over 10,000 people mm-hmm. this year alone, and, right. and it's likely to go to go up. But with the coronavirus, I think the number has surpassed 3,000 worldwide, the vast majority being in China. Right. So this is just to give us a little bit of perspective. But what Nathan pointed out is that there are it's the unknown factor. Hmm. We just don't know the full scale. We don't know exactly where this came from. And we don't know exactly how it's all going to play out. And when it comes to unknowns, it's that mysterious element that I think makes this especially ominous for mm-hmm. many people as well. And I think in some ways the picture of the person with the mask on is mm-hmm. kind of becoming a new symbol of fear yeah. in our day and age but i think a lot of it is tied to this unknown factor we just don't have a handle on it yet and as modern people we often i think do like to think of ourselves as being in control mm-hmm. and this is a very powerful reminder of the fact that no we're not in control there's no way we really could have anticipated this mm-hmm. and in many ways globally we're responding much better than we have in the past with mm-hmm. SARS comes to mind mm-hmm. nevertheless we still so yes we can wash our hands incessantly but and of course the thought is in the back of all of our minds you you mentioned earlier that you're washing your hands a lot yeah. mm-hmm. i'm about to go to the airport on yes. on thursday so of course this is kind of the ambient background in in my mind, but I think we need to remember that we've, we're never in control in the in the first place. You think about that tornado that just touched down right. in Nashville, Nashville right now. Yeah. I mean, all of these reminders—they're kind of like rude interruptions to the mo- monotony of modern life. Mm-hmm. And I think that they can give us kind of an awakening as to the to the fact that we're yeah we are mortal finite beings. And again, as Christians, we can be we can be a bit nervous, but this doesn't come as a surprise. Yeah. Not at all. And and it's like every year there's something else. It's whether it's Ebola or West Nile virus or SARS or whatever it may be. And it seems like we tend to forget about that and then we go with the with the hype and the panic and and start to to worry when like you said, it's not in our hands at all. No, and, and of course, we we have unfettered 24-7 access to news. Mm-hmm. That's a factor here as well. So if you're living on a steady diet of scary headlines, yeah, it would be naive to assume that that's not going to affect your mood. Right. It's not going to affect your whole comportment. Of course it will. Yeah. 
So I think we can, I think we want to, we don't want to overreact. We don't want to underreact either. And we want to kind of find that balance. But I think that this is just, this is brought to mind for many people. I think the topic of anxiety Mm -hmm. and fear, and it's just, it's just the latest headline to kind of really capture the public imagination in that way, I think. Yeah. Cameron McAllister, we're talking about his podcast right now, and you mentioned while uh, we were on break, uh, which uh, when Sean sent me the the talking points, uh, it was something about something going on in India, and I was like, I didn't hear anything going on. What's what's going on in India? But uh, it, it's pretty important. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, of course, the danger when you have a massive headline item like coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Is that it's going to it's going to bury a lot of other really important stories, and so this one is close to our heart because we have colleagues on the ground in India because we care about it as a great nation. But so in in Delhi recently, there's been an outbreak of riots, and it's been Hindu nationalists have been targeting Muslims because there's been an important citizenship law that's been under it's it's being it's being I think voted on right now, and significant numbers of Muslims protested and then what began to take place was essentially rioting but what the rioters were claiming was that they were this was kind of vigilante justice they were Mm. just taking the law into their own hands and trying to maintain control but in the meantime 46 people are have have died and that number Mm. is likely to go up a lot of people were having their shops destroyed their ambulances were being attacked as they were administering care to people who had been beaten and so it gives it gives you a picture of the very fraught nature of things on the ground in in the nation of India right now, which really could use our prayers mm-hmm. and which really needs the light of the gospel as well. So I think that's an important item. It's worth paying attention to what's going on there, and and I think that that often we we can lose sight of some of these other kind of global <laughs> issues when you got one kind of news item dominating right. the headlines. But yeah. Now you talked about this in your uh, in one of your podcasts. You do two podcasts. Tell us about the podcasts. That's correct. So the first one is called Vital Signs, and that's just a solo effort. That's me. I've been doing that. I recently did my 100th episode. Oh wow! wow. Congratulations. So, thank you. So that one's been going on for for quite a while. That's where I really I look at cultural issues, and I kind of look for signs of life in today's culture. But I try to I try to take those very seriously. I did a whole series on the challenge of hypocrisy. I'm doing a series right now on the nature of communal sin in the 21st century. Communal mm. sin. Communal sin. So when we tend to think about sin in very individualistic terms, mm-hmm. who 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 did it? But the Bible the Bible doesn't actually. The the Bible always shows sin's consequences as having effects on a, on an entire community. On more than one person. On more than mm. one person every time. There are no private sins. Mm. Hmm. And so I'm I'm doing a series there. The other one I do is is called Thinking Out Loud. And I co-host that with my colleague Nathan Rittenhouse, brilliant guy. And that one is where we look at current events through the lens of Christian hope. Hmm. So we do we try to take a look at some of the serious items that are taking place, mm-hmm. coronavirus being one of the recents. And but we do try to frame them in terms of an over, overall narrative of hope because so many podcasts that look at current events, Christian or otherwise, tend to be Glass is half empty approaches. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And I think Christians, no matter what's happening, we have great cause to be filled with joy and filled with hope, no matter what's happening. And so that's the posture that we try to that we try to maintain on that podcast. And we've had Sean on there before. In fact, one of my favorite episodes on Thinking Out Loud may be the one that we did with Sean. We did a we did one on Kanye West and kind of his very yeah. interesting journey and the nature of Christian celebrity. And we had Sean's a, being the rap 
kind of connoisseur. <laughs> That's going to embarrass him when I say that. He's Rap friends guy. with Kanye West. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my boy. You They're know. tight. Yeah. Yeah. So we had sh- we, we we thought Nathan and I are are pretty. We we definitely need some help here. We're in over our heads. So we had Sean on that on that episode, and it, that was a lot of fun. It's yeah. probably one of my yeah. favorite episodes. Do you want to talk a little bit about that particular topic, or what would you like to? Because I'd like to unwrap maybe a little bit. I think we have a little bit of time. Unwrap. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I see what you did there. I got that too. I promise. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Talk yeah. about what you guys talked about with Kanye. Yeah, West. so I mean, we one of the things we kind of ventured into is a lot of the different thoughts around his, um, you know, recent you know proclamation that Jesus is King on his mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. People were, you know, there you got people from all different sides saying, "Oh, like this is just this is just a ploy to to make money." And one of my questions to that is like, since when did moving from like secular hip hop to Christian hip hop? Become a ploy to make money. Yeah, that's <laughs> not the way to make money. That is not in this. That's not yeah. like you open up the strategic plans and like that's in it. Okay, like that's how to right. make money for dummies. Make right. a Christian album. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So we we talked a little bit about just this idea of the, the even the pressure that comes around conversion in celebrity Christianity. Yes, mm-hmm. and one of the things I think we kind of hammered down on, and feel free to um, chime in on this at all, is like this idea that we we put so much pressure on people to be the spokesperson for Christianity yes. automatically when they mm, become yes. a Christian. And sometimes we even put the pressure on them to be sanctified further than we are yes. right? um, because they, because they live in this, in this place of limelight. Mm-hmm. And if anything, that's going to be a more difficult place to work out what it means to be a Christian and how to work out this new life. I don't know. Like there was one person who wrote an article on Kanye and it was saying like after, after he spoke at someone's church, he's like the good, the bad and the ugly and kind of picked apart whatever he said and hmm. said, this is what I can agree with. This is, um, what I would say is questionable. This is what I have to deny. And I, <clears throat> I listen to that and I'm like, okay, I, I get the whole idea. We want to discern what we're hearing. Mm-hmm. We want to be thoughtful. We want to make sure we're not adopting any, anything that's heretical and whatnot. Yes. Be on guard and guard our minds. But can you imagine like if you had someone, at least for me, following me around saying, here's the good, the bad, and the ugly about what you're saying. When I first became a Christian, the f- like two months out of the gate. I would have yeah. said, forget this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm right, sorry. Yeah. Like you wouldn't want, right. I had a lot of things wrong and I, and I still wouldn't want someone following me around saying, here's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. Um, and so basically what my hope is, is that with, when it comes to Kanye and it comes to people becoming Christians in the celebrity role is what if we turned our judgment into prayer? Yes. Mm-hmm. What if, what if when we're, when we're, when we are, um, tempted to say ooh like and, and and cast a judgment what if we say this is a brother that i need to pray for mm-hmm. and and then take any of those judgments turn them to prayer i think we'd have a much more productive um society and more productive um christian walk with yeah. people with with our brothers brothers and sisters and it wouldn't turn into slander and gossip Definitely. i love that i love that let's do this let's take a break we'll be right back with uh, sean hart And Cameron McAllister from RZIM, Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. We'll be back. ATL and FTL, a match made in Buckhead. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, Tuesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Yeah, loving having uh, Sean Hart and uh, Cameron McAllister on the show. They are from RZIM. You got to catch their podcasts. Uh, both. I love these topics of what you guys do. You really got me when you talk about current events and how to bring hope 
And then the Kanye thing, I mean, that's something you just touched on it. But if you go to the podcast, you'll hear more about that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, again, where's your podcast and where can uh, folks get them? You can find all of them on, you know, whatever, wherever you get your podcast. You can go to rzm.org if you want to listen on you on the computer while you're you know, playing in the background, even while you're doing other things. And but yeah, search RZIM podcast, RZIM cover to cover, RZIM thinking out loud. I always put the RZIM in there because there's other you know podcasts out there with similar names that might that might filter in. So RZIM always is the key uh, thing to search with there. And yeah, it's yeah we, we 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 always have a fun time. And it's interesting we were talking about the media bit mm-hmm. um, in terms of people would. This is the last thing I'll say on Kanye, but the things that times things would crash for people is when media decided that they weren't worth covering mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. but the this is one of i think one of the benefits of social media is that people aren't determining for us right. what is going to make it big or what's not we actually determine that and so there are, I, there are several people i could name who were out of the rap in, in the hip hop industry became christian tried to do something christian and they disappeared right mm-hmm. yep. it's because someone decided that they weren't worth promoting they weren't worth Doing that, but Kanye West does this. We're now on a social media where he's very popular on Instagram. All of a sudden, he has his own media. Yeah, and in that sense, it allows us to have more of a voice. So there, there's, I know there's a lot of people talk about the perils of social media and all the, <laughs> all, all the horrible things right. about yes. it. But there are some 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 positives to yeah, that. And, and so yeah, just You're one right. little last little thing. We tend as a, a people, I guess, as humanity, to like you mentioned earlier, I think the glass half empty instead of half full, and the sky is falling, mm-hmm. basically. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And so everything's negative. Or witch hunts, uh, which we really have to change. We mm-hmm. have to be wise. Jesus said you have to be wise as servants and gentle as doves. So yeah, I, find, I find it. I mean, we all get caught up in it. But, I mean, it's just refreshing, uh, you guys, and, and what you do. So uh, your podcast again, uh, Cameron, where, where can you get them? Same yeah. place, probably. Yeah, you go to rzim.org, or you go on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, and it's generally they're filed under RZIM Broadcasts, and then you'll you'll find all of the cover to cover, ask away, thinking out loud, vital signs. There's a whole roster of RZIM podcasts just waiting to enhance your work commute. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting to enhance. Wow! Did you hear commute. that? I like that. That sounds like wow. a broadcast professional, isn't it? <laughs> or, or, or as one lady wrote in and said, "Hey, you really helped me clean my bathroom." <laughs> so we would be happy to help you with that too. Wow! That's, uh, that's how you know you've made it if you yes, help people clean exactly. their bathroom. Yes, yes. All right. Before we run out of time, let's talk about some upcoming events you guys have at the institute. What's coming up? Yeah. So March thirteenth is right around the corner. We have Nathan Rittenhouse, uh, Cameron's co-host, speaking on the topic: Is environmental justice possible? Really getting into, you know, a lot of these questions around the environment. People talking about, you know, going green is actually old, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was oh yeah, we we've gone green in a lot in a lot of areas, but there's a lot of lot of room for um, improvement. A lot of thoughts around this. Um, and Nathan, I think, is one of those people who, for me, he can think through a topic at you know such a deep level and then actually like help to us understand the depths of the topic, but do it in a very um, you know, accessible way. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited for him. I was trying to, we're trying to get Cameron to host it, but he might be out of town. So we'll figure out who's going to be hosting that night. And Zandra Carroll is another one of our speakers. She did her um, master's in conservation biology and she'll be wow. there helping with um, Q&A as well. So, she's a smart person then. Yeah, she's smart. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that'll be, that's in, that's on March 13th. And then of course, one always mentioned refresh in yes. July, one of our favorite times. Yes. So we'd love to have you guys out again. Yes. And 
Yeah, that's a week, July 21st to the 24th, the four days there that we're going to be um, out there at the Institute for college freshmen and juniors and seniors in high school, kind of doing a college prep week. So Yeah, the topics, I know you kind of guys kind of change a little bit each year. Yeah, what, yeah, what's yeah. yeah we're, year? we're still in the in the midst of like putting together the whole schedule. The theme is abide, and it's basically just the idea of like just abiding in Christ, mm-hmm. planting deep roots, being, being deeply rooted. Um, that way, regardless of whatever storms come our way, that we are we have the solid foundation um, in Christ. So, yeah, I'm, we're still putting together a lot of the particular topics, mm-hmm. but yeah, really looking forward to that. It's always a good time. Cool. Can we get you back maybe uh, April, May ish, yeah, and it. we could just hit full on refresh? Yeah. And thanks for the invitation because now we'll be there. Yeah. We are. Yeah. We, it was fun. I love going. We there. we that's had a so great time, and that's where we can just you know when we're live in somebody else's uh, turf. We just basically open the mic, introduce ourselves, and then toss it, and we allow the the folks, the home folks, just to talk about their stuff. And we just sit there and just, you know, it's just amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks for setting us up with all those yeah. uh, pros last last year. Yeah, Is we'll Cameron going to be again. a part of Refresher? I don't know. I, have, have you gotten an invite for that yet? I like how I'm asking him. <laughs> I help them with him. So with Joe, Joe and Vin, Joe and Vince and I help. Like we lead the institute, and Joe takes a lot of the. Even though we do it all in consultation with each other, she takes on a lot of the schedule building. She's okay. absolutely brilliant at this. So I don't know. Okay, so. which sounds really bad as director of ministries. No, to that's know, but that's, that's okay. okay. But refresh is coming up, uh, and uh, we'll push more on that. Something maybe you learned from last year's refresh. Uh, what was the? I mean, it was a great refresh. Something there's one thing that just really st- stuck out. Oh man, oh, I put you on the spot. Yeah, you put me on the spot. <laughs> no, that's okay. No that, pressure. On it, it wasn't for me. It wasn't as like apologetics focused. Okay, it was more um, just lifestyle focused. I think one of the things I love about Refresh that it emphasizes is that we need to create a space where people can express their doubts. Mm. I think there's a lot of people who come out and they've they've actually kept these doubts inside and that has affected their faith at a deep level. And so we're basically saying, listen, there's this hard soil that kind of like hinders the seeds of faith from growing up and it's called doubt if you don't address them. So Mm -hmm. we want to actually help address them till that soil a little bit and see them sprout up. So a lot of the conversations we saw that, um, we saw that become true as people left with their doubts solidified or doubts, sorry, their faith solidified and their doubts addressed. The other thing that I'm just always impressed by is the fact that people come to Christ during that week. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're in a, it's college prep. People think, oh, well, it's for They'll Christians all be Christians, only. yeah. And every, every, t- every year we see people put their faith in Christ. So it's mm-hmm. always encouraging. Thanks for going the bold on that whole, okay, what's your doubts? Let's talk about it because I'd be scared spitless uh, if I were in that, you know, I mean, you're having to, on the fly, just like I tossed it to you. It's like, okay. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. We've got to have you both back. I'll have to have Stuart and Cameron out when they write that, when their book is out. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to rzam.org to find out more. Another great show coming up tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. See you.